Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for all the latest fight action. Direct from Wales in the United Kingdom, 100% live, it's Big Fight Weekly with your hosts, Chris Hume and Stu Palmer. I'm looking to the mirror and all I see is failure staring back at me. Welcome, welcome to Big Fight Weekly's Fighter Focus Special with Linton the Swarm Vassell. He is number four ranked heavyweight contender in Bellator. And give yourself a round of applause for UK's own Linton Vassell. How are you doing? I am not too bad, and the sky looks absolutely fantastic. <laughs> just in Florida now, just, you know, love not the weather. I, I want to before I head off tomorrow. I want to first and foremost apologize for the time differences. I, I got that completely wrong, so I have to, you know, put my hands out and apologize for getting the times wrong with you before. So I do apologize. Yeah, it happens. it's all good. It's all good. It's funny because I was getting a massage, massage, and um, Dom was calling me, and I was like, "Why is Dom calling?" He's my and then um, he sent a know? message saying that you're waiting for me. I'm like, "Man, we've arranged." I got like, it. I, I, blame, I, I blame Google. I blame Google. It, it set me into a spiral. <laughs> Don't listen but to how Google. Is it, how is, Good, Google's how is, good, but also it mess, messes you up. It lies. It lies. It I'm lies. Not believe it, it, lies. it lied. So how is life in Florida? So you're, you know, you're from the Milton Keynes. You know the typical English weather, the miserable and... The, the rain, and sometimes we get the sun as you're getting currently. How is it over there? Comparisons it would be over well, you can you can see, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, you can see. So it's it's it's, it's life's good here. The weather's good. Training's good. Mm. Yeah, all, all all is well. Um, I don't I don't miss the UK weather. No, I don't blame you. Um, but yeah, life life's good here. You know, it's nice nice and nice and hot. 
before I, I, I jump into when we talk about you versus Tim Johnson, I want to sort of dip into last night's UFC because you had two uh, teammates on the card in UFC. And I, had, I had three, three altogether. Did you? Oh, okay, you had three. I'm going to sort of pinpost Ian Gary um, because I've watched him through Cage Warriors and love, love the bones of the guy. Uh, I want to get your take on him. Also, I want to get your take on Gilbert Byrne versus uh, Hazmat Shemaev and how that, fam- uh, how that fight planned out and did you watch it and how did how did you feel with how you you know Gilbert did? So we'll start yeah. with Ian, Ian Gary and how did you think he did for his second bout in the UFC? He did he did good. I felt like um he slowly opened up in the second and third rounds, you know, maybe a little bit slow in the first, but um he soon opened up and then he was soon on his feet and you know, jabbing the guy, using his footwork and his distance very well. So uh, again, an, another Great um, second fight for the UFC for Ian, young prospect, mm. the future, as 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 he's yes. called. He's, he's, a, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. Very talented. Yeah, I've watched him through Cage Warriors, and um, when I watched him Dorian Weeks, and he was pressuring there uh, Ian Gary, and I thought, you know, Ian Gary's his style's really good when someone comes to pressure him because he's very good with his, with his strikes and his yeah, accuracy. great footwork. Yeah, fantastic because he's in and out and he dips a lot. Yeah, it makes, makes you pay, and he made Dorian Weeks pay in the third round with with a hook, yeah. which he's very yes. good for with the hook. Yeah, he, and some head kicks, led some good head kicks as well. Very quick, very quick, right? with his head very kicks. quick legs. I know. Yeah, <laughs> hides them very really well. Uh, but it's good to see, and you know, and I, I've seen people thinking, "Oh, is is he overhyped because he didn't finish Dorian Weeks?" I think people understand that Dorian Weeks has got a durable chin, and he's a wrestler also. You know what I mean? And uh, Ian Gary stuffed all the takedowns. Uh, yeah. I mean, he stopped it all. Got, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I don't like when people say, oh, I didn't finish him, didn't finish him. Like, I don't know. Unless you actually do fight, you mm. can't really be saying that because obviously the, the outcome is to try and finish people, but they're there to try and finish you as well. They're trained just like you. If you finish them, then obviously it's, it's the bonus. It's, it's yeah. even better. But yeah, don't get me wrong. It's, Everyone tries to go finish people. So, like, when people are like, oh, I didn't finish him, maybe he's not that good. That's, you know, you, you can't be saying that, man. That's some disrespect. That's, that's what I feel anyway. No, I, I, I totally agree because... You yeah, mean, not, not I, you, but when people Yeah, say yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. You, Chris. <laughs> you. No, it's you, it's you. It's you. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to, I wanna obviously, we, we, we go to, we'll get to Gilbert Byrne because that fight's a very big highlight yeah. of UFC last night. But we'll stay, stick to Ian Gary at the moment. Um, you know, obviously, people are going to compare him to Connor and... That's because he's Irish, and yeah. you know, obviously, that's the natural thing, and people will sort of progress to that. I, I don't see him like Conor McGregor; he's completely different to Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah, two different styles, you know. Um, again, it's just because he's Irish, and and Conor's Irish, you know. Mm-hmm. Then it's nothing like him, you know. what I mean, he's, he's, he's funny and joke and a joker, but he's not he's not like Conor at all, you know. I, I've never I don't know Conor, but what I see him TV, it's nothing like him. Well. I've met Connor a few times. Um, was nice originally in Cage Warriors, but as he built himself in the UFC, I, I got the brush and got told to go away. But yeah. it's what it is. It is, what it is. That's what fame does to you, I guess. I know. Right, we'll, yeah. We'll drop Ian Gary because it was a fantastic win for him, yeah. and you know, long he can get up that ladder and keep you know keep going what he's doing. Let's get on to your other teammate, Gilbert Byrne versus yeah. Hasmat Shemaev because a bomb burner. A lot of people looked at that fight and thought. Has much of my, and I thought myself as well, not discounting Gilbert, yeah. but I just thought because seeing what Shamayev was like, 
but also didn't know what it was like in 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 a, in a, yeah. a longer ratio of a fight. Yeah. Gilbert, Burns, Gilbert Burns was fantastic. He was very unlucky that you know he probably gassed out in the third round and he put a lot of effort into the second round. Yeah, he clicked Shemaev and and he's put a lot of doubt is into Shemaev now. Yeah, of think, course. Is he ready for Usman? Is he ready for Kobe Covington? I know yeah. a lot of people say, but is is he in? Is he ready for middleweight? But let's forget yeah. is he and all that. Let's look focus the fight with Gilbert had with um, Shemaev. Fantastic showing. You know Gilbert will fight anybody anywhere anyway. Yeah. Not in, you know, he's not bothered, and he brought it, and it was exciting. Yeah, um, he, he, he made more of a fan of myself watching him. Yeah, I feel yeah, I feel yeah. Um, I say Gilbert doesn't care who you are, how big you are, how small you are, he'll fight you. And yeah, it very was unlucky, you know. I actually had Gilbert winning, I thought he won the second round, and mm-hmm. then you know what? He, he um was very close third, but he ended very strong in the third round. So that's twice. why I'd give it to him, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, he, he didn't get the win. Um, he got the bonuses though, so I'm happy for him to get the bonuses. Um, yes. and he'll be back, and yeah, Chimaev showed people, you know, that he, he can hang in there with the tops. So I think he, he obviously um proved, you know, he, he can he can hang in there. But yeah, it will see how he hangs up, how holds up with his other other. Obviously, well to wait. Interesting for him, but I, I'm a big fan of Gilbert. I, I, I like lived my life with jujitsu. My, my, my love with MMA didn't start with you know traditional. Everyone goes for the the, the, the punches and the kicks and the, the excitement yeah. of that. I love jujitsu, and it was the chess match of jujitsu. And watch everyone from Gracies, from the ADCs, and you know, and it's hard. Obviously, you know yourself in the UK to find anything other than mixed martial arts. So you have to, you have to legally stream these things to sort of to watch them. And I, yeah. I. I I love the Eddie Bravo Invitationals just to watch these guys because it intrigues me, Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Everything about it, it's it, it's not blood and thunder. It, it is a chess match. I move here, you move here. You know, yeah. you make a mistake and I, you know, it's a click and I'm on oh, it. And, yeah. and I loved about Gerbert Burns that. And you saw in a fight that as much as Shemaev is a very, very talented wrestler, Sambo sort of guy, he wasn't willing to really go to deep waters with Gilbert Burns. No, he didn't at all. He didn't, didn't, didn't you know, he wanted to grapple at all with him. Um, and I thought it might be a little bit of a grappling match, but it wasn't. And that shows you how good Gilbert is and how much respect, I guess, Shamayev had for Gilbert's ground game. Um, I felt like if Gilbert would have took him down, maybe would have finished him, but it probably would have been um, a definite, definite, definite win for Gilbert if he was able to take him down. But again, it is what it is. Gilbert will be back. Um, and if anything, he gained more, more fans yes. in, in that fight than anything. I, I think I totally agree with you. I think that that really galvanizes Gilbert Burns that he's just taking this hype train on and he's yeah. caused it. Yeah. Uh, and he's got people now thinking different about Shemaev. Yeah. Which I, I don't think that people were going into the site thinking that would yeah. be the case. Um, as as he was such a, uh, no, uh, um, uh, as Gilbert was such an underdog, obviously probably people thought, you know, Shemaev would run through him, but that's not the case. No. You don't just... run through Gilbert. Don't happen. I, I, I'm impressed with Gilbert. I think you know he's grown a lot, and I've seen him through 155 going up to 170. Yeah, I was just the only thing I worried about wasn't the skill set with Shemaev. I think it was just a, that Shemaev is naturally bigger than Gilbert. That was my yeah. worry, but he proved me completely wrong. I sat in my uh, my bedroom this morning because I didn't stay up for it. I'm too old for it with three kids now. You see, Lynn, and I, <laughs> I, I can't stay up any longer. Yeah, so I, I, I'm really impressed. I, I I think, like I said, he's made more of a fan than I've ever been with Gilbert watching that. Right. 
But we'll side we'll side part now. We're, we'll forget UFC because you know that's UFC. Let's think about yourself going forward this Friday uh, against Tim Johnson. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel as a fighter? Uh, you go well, not as a fighter because you are a fighter, but going into a massive fight for you because you've got three on the bounce. You're on a free yep. fight winning streak, close to Ryan Bader, close to getting that revenge. And I rewatched your fight with Ryan Bader today. And I don't think he did that much. And I don't like the stoppage. And I said this to Dom before you came on. And I was like, yep. I wasn't impressed that you were stopped that early because I didn't think you, you know, you were taking shots, but it wasn't that much danger of stoppage. I know. It, you know, I, I, it is what it is at the end of the day. It's happened now, but that there. Obviously, for me, revenge is sweet, man. You know, so I've got unfinished business regardless with, with that guy. Um, I didn't perform like I usually do in that in that fight. That's how I feel. But he got the win regardless. Um, but I feel amazing. Heavyweight is my division. You look at you look at his so own. long. I was at light heavyweight. Um, I did well. You know, I got two title fights. Didn't win them though. But I, I did well in light heavyweight. But now I found the real weight class that I should be at, and three big wins. Get get this fourth win. You know, I'm not looking past him, but you know, mm. confident I'm gonna I'm gonna beat him. And then you know, I'm looking for that world title next. You know, but um, Tim Tim's a Tim's a big strong bear, as as he's called the bear. So I just got to be ready and you know put this bear down, which I am hundred percent ready to go. These lessons, and I, I, I learned this from Don, and I'm not going to say losses because they're lessons, aren't yeah. they? Now, yeah. this is what he's, he's always told me because Don, Don, I look to, he's been my idol, so he's he coached me into these yeah. things. And, and I'm going to go with the, what Don says it's lessons. Yeah. So, the yeah. lessons you've, you've learned from Ryan Bader and you've learned from the Phil Davis's losses because yeah. you're two big guys, you've done fantastic. So, we, we're going into against Ronnie Marks. We're, we're looking into these sort of fights that you've had. And Ronnie Marks, everyone's thinking, oh, jiu-jitsu guy. So what's Linson going to do here? You did fantastic. You took his back. Yeah. And you took control. Yeah. And it's the weight you have and those hammer fists. And you just laid it all on and him. Elbow. You know, the, yeah. And, and, straight up, straight that, up that, and down. A lot, of, a lot of heavyweights and, and fighters don't use. They don't yeah. use their tools. You know what I mean? It's mixed martial arts. Mm. Take them down if you can, or ground and pound them. Submission, you know, same same as Tyrell Fortune. You bet that impressed me. I was going to come on to Tyrell Fortune. That impresses right. me because Every, everyone uh, was going to handle him. Well, I'm going to take him down. Like, I'm, a, I'm a grappler too. Just because he's a wrestler doesn't mean I can't grapple with him. You're from the UK. You're not allowed to do that. And exactly. So, you know what's so much sweeter when I tell people I can do it and I do it? So that's what's so much sweeter than, you know, I shut, I shut all them doubters up. <laughs> yeah, but I love that. That's what I think is like, you know, as UK guys, you know, and you've watched it for the years, you know, any fighters that came on to say for UFC, for example, because everyone yeah. would probably more know that than Bellator at the moment, but they all come in and they're all bangers, but couldn't take, couldn't stuff a takedown when they got taken down. That was yeah. it then. Couldn't you knew that it was, it was game over. Yeah. But, you know, and I watch you against Ryan Bader. Yeah, but you were still willing to go against a guy who's a collegiate wrestler, yeah. like their fortune. You yeah. were still going for these guys. And I, I'm like, I love it because people don't see this from the UK guys. They think yeah. we're just bangers and we, yeah. we've got good strikes and we've got some good leg kicks, but we haven't got no takedown. Yeah, and no grappling skills. That's I'm it. Built, that's built it. 
And it, it's a change now. I, and that's what I love about it. And I look at, say, UFC London, just for the amount of UK guys we had. And it wasn't just London or, sorry, UK. As such, it was Wales, it was Scotland. Yeah. People are seeing different things now coming from the UK. We're not just strikers anymore. Yeah. We've got everything. And this is what I love about it. And this is probably maybe why I'm a bit biased because I just love to see it. I, I grew up on Cage Warriors. I watched Cage oh, Warriors. Ed was the, it was the show, man, back in the day. Yeah, you fought on Cage Warriors. Yeah. And only yeah. the one time, though. But yeah, I did fight on Cage Warriors. You got you got up. You got up one step in Cage <laughs> Warriors, haven't you? Um, I loved it, and and I love seeing you against this uh, Tyrell Fortune. Who obviously I don't know much about because obviously in the UK we don't get the the sort of you know, college collegiate wrestling sort of thing. You know yeah. yourself, we don't do that in our schools. You know, you play tip maybe. <laughs> That's probably the, the biggest thing you can get. But you took him down and you did it well. And it and it was I was so happy to see that because it's like now you're seeing that UK guys we're not just fighters like strikers. We're not just ordinary guys anymore. We learn everything and we're yeah. coming to shock you. And um, that's why I'm very impressed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you. You, ha- you have to learn it all. You can't be a one-trick pony. No, definitely not. And some fighters no, are one-trick ponies. Um, yeah. And, and, well, but it's, again, it's mixed martial arts. So mix it up. And you, you, you're good at that, though. You, you, you mix everything up. And people yeah. think you're going to strike and then you take them down. But, you, you know, you go into heavyweight now, you, you've got more mass on you. You've got more, you've got everything you want to be. Because as we spoke on the phone, it's you really like heavyweight and that killed you to get to light heavyweight to yeah. 205. But yeah. now, now you, you've got that freedom to be who yeah. you want. You're not sacrificing anymore. Yeah. You're, you're being Linton for sale. I don't have to do that. I'd be me now. And I can let go of everything, and and I'm really put on the guys who standing in front of me, and you impress me. You would leave me, Geary really impressed me, um, and I spoke to you on the phone about Bellator just getting on BBC uh, over here in the UK, which yeah. is unfortunate. It's only now, but you know, it's good. That, well, you've got something over here in the UK that people can see you, and it's yeah. not people aren't just looking at UFC guys; they're looking at Bellator guys. PFL have just signed a uh, deal with Channel 4 as well, over here in the UK. Okay. So, more eyes yeah. for you guys. Because it frustrates me when people talk about UFC. And I'm like, well, it's not just UFC. There's more people out there. You just need to look. But they, obviously, some people just don't. They just naturally, you know, they look at UFC like it's the Premier League, don't they? And that's where they go. That is annoying. Everyone just thinks that's all there is. It's just UFC. There's other promotions a lot of other promotions that are real good as well. I, and you guys are impressive. You know I mean, I, we had Lee McGeary on a couple of months ago, but we had him on last year. And, and I said to him about becoming the light heavyweight champion in Bellator. Why didn't you get the publicity? Yeah. You're the first UK, UK guy to go over nothing. there. Yeah, I didn't get nothing. 
And I, I sat there and I was, and he, you know, because Liam very coy and he's very good and he's like, oh, it is what it is. I'm like, it's not good enough in my eyes. You should be like where Michael Bisping was. No, it's true. Was. I, I, I totally agree. And I hope when, you know, you can, you get through Tim Johnson and I think you'll get through Tim Johnson. I think you've got enough ground game to split everything he can throw at you. And I think you beat him up on the ground. I think you finish yeah. him on the ground like you've done previously. I do. Um, and I've seen Tim Johnson for UFC and he wasn't bad in UFC. Um, just unlucky, just didn't get, get kept on, but he's, he's had some good wings. Okay, yeah, he's fought yeah. Fedor, and Fedor's just sort of, you know, he's a statue of fucking legend, you know what I mean? That guy's a, a guy who, you know, everyone loves. But I think you, you've got the, the skill set to go in there uh, and do what you want with Tim Johnson. And I don't think you need another fight after that. Yes, I think Fedor's last fight may be something you maybe entertain. But if you can get Ryan Bader over Fedor, I'm I sure know, that, 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 that's, that's, that's the thing, man. Like, I, w- I want that world title, but also to fight Fedor would be amazing as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll come to that, obviously, you know, when, when, when it happens. But yeah, yeah. of course. But, but who doesn't want to be world champion mm-hmm. and who doesn't want to fight Fedor? You know, a legend. That's a good scenario here you could have. Let's think of it as an example. Say you beat Tim Johnson. I'm not gonna say actually. I think you will beat Tim Johnson. And okay, again, I'm biased because you're a UK guy, and I want you to win. Yes, of course, you beat Tim Johnson. Let's get you Fedor. You can beat Fedor's last fight, no matter where it is, and then fight Ryan Bader after he's facing he's fought Jet Congo, who also is another teammate for self. Brilliant. And then you can get revenge on Tim, uh, on uh, Ryan Bader, and then you can hold that British UK flag <laughs> with that title. I, I I will push it. I'll get on my my social networks. I don't care how small or big I am, and I'll throw it out there because people need to see our guys uh, winning titles and and getting the publicity they should deserve. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I appreciate that. But I've also I've got something else for you. Um, I call it a treat for you, Linton. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna pop it in now for you. How you <laughs> <feel>. <laughs> what you got? Hey, what's going on? Uh, what's on, man? <laughs> Don't make me take my shirt off. <laughs> Go right, on. Right. How are you doing, I'm, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. All good. All good. Man, I'm, I've been worse for wears, man. You know. How are, how are you? Uh, been it's been a bad year, as you know, but you know, I'm I'm getting back, you know, and slowly. And I appreciate you coming on my my friend's show. You know, they're really good guys. I. I I have to agree with them that, you know, the problem is, is you guys have never really got the stories told about you, the su- success. That's why I've, I've clung to you and Liam for so long, because, you know, I've seen the true talent. I remember when you and I were having a conversation and we were talking about, you know, I heard you guys talk about it a little bit earlier about the cut to, to light heavyweight. And me and you talked about, you know, you going to heavyweight. And then I remember entering you and you and, and we talked about how good cheesecake was. You know, but yeah, it doesn't look like it. I eat. love I love cheesecake. So you want to eat cheesecake when it was But it doesn't look like you're eating cheesecake now, man. Uh, you probably look like you're in the best peak performance I've ever seen you in, Linton. Uh, what has you in? The, I mean, because obviously you've done something. You've bulked down quite a bit. You've you, you're still muscular, but I, I noticed in your you know really what the last fight. I'll be honest with you. The last fight I watched was uh, the Sergey Karatnov uh, fight. Um, and you destroyed him, bro. And his record's a lot better 
than Tim Johnson's. You know, Tim Johnson doesn't even have half the skill set or mindset. And, you know, I have to agree with Chris. I think you're going to do – you're just going to walk right through him, mate. You know, the, the thing uh, of it is – I feel feel good, feel confident, feel good. I feel like I've just stayed stayed the same in the fact – still training, but just been a little, little bit more smarter rather than, you know, keep pushing my body to the limit then, ah, oh, I'm a bit tired today. Take today off, hit tomorrow mm. hard. Mm. Or take two days off if you need it, hit the next two days hard. Rather than every day hard, 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 hard. Burn yourself out. Before you know it, you're sick. And especially when you're cutting weight as well, it's like, yeah, I can't be doing this anymore. I'm, I'm getting sick. I'm getting injured. Because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, every day is trying to be hard. But no, you can go in the gym and just drill if, if need be. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a sparring day, but maybe your body's a little bit too banged up today. Maybe just go in and, and you know, do two rounds instead of five or whatever, or, f- or five-minute rounds, do three minutes. You know, and, and I felt like, keep keep doing that. Keep staying on top of my of my of the physical health and well-being. And, you know what I mean? I, I feel like I'm in my best shape, as you said. I feel like, I feel like I'm in my best. The mindset's good. Just good to go. Yeah. You know, I wasn't even going to be on today's show. And, you know, it's really my fault because of the time scheduling and everything. But, you know, it's the, not your the thing fault. Is... What are you want about? It's not to do with it. It's my fault. I blame Google. And I, got it all, <laughs> I got it all wrong. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just one of them. You know, I mean, there's so many time zones to sort of piece together where, yeah. you know, you think, right, it's nine o'clock here in the UK. I won't be that far behind someone else. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, just, it's one of them. And, you know, again, I apologise to you, Linton, for making that sort of boo-boo, but uh, it's what it is, well, isn't it? Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Well, I'm going to have to shoot, boys, because I've got, obviously, Spike Week, and I've got a lot of things to do. Yes. Right now. Uh, hey, let um, me get a couple more questions. Let us get a couple more on. questions. Hey, can Sorry. we get a couple more, Len? Can we get two more questions out of you, bro? Okay. Uh, I just want to know what your thoughts are going into the, the Tim Johnson fight. But before you answer me that question... Um, you know, not Chris. You don't even know this. He Linton has a. You call it his friends and his, his fight family, but it's really the squad. You know, how much has the squad meant to you moving forward into this Tim Johnson fight? Oh, without the squad, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the level I am, winning these fights without these people every day, day in, day out, pushing me, taking me to that level. I, I would. I'd probably be retired. You know, or probably be another promotion. Yeah. These guys train just as hard as me, if not more. I need them just as much as they need me. So that's why they're my squad. They're, they're my family. I, I need them just like they need me. Yes. Uh, and if you look at my name, I, I went ahead and showed your family some love. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I was going to say, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, he asked, me, he asked me this before, and he's like, shall I put it? I was like, yes, go for it, go for it. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to steal Chris's light. You know, I just want to let, uh, uh, if you let Chris ask one or two more questions, mate, uh, I really appreciate it. I wish you yeah, the best of, of luck uh, this week for Bellator. You know, and uh, absolutely right, man. You need to more, you get, you need to get more success out there more in the UK. And, uh, you know, I've got great friends like this. So, you know, it was an honor for me to have you on their show. You know, it, it's a privilege because, you know, I'm worldwide and I like sharing people with everybody. And a lot of, yeah. a lot of times people nowadays, they think, Oh, well, if you share somebody, there's gotta be something behind it. No, there's not. It's just, if, if everybody was to come together 
and we all ate at the same table, the world would be a much better place if we all shared each other and grew together. Right. And that, that was the whole intensive purpose. And that's why I, I told him, I said, you know, I'll get Linton on your show because I love the show and he's a great interviewer. But I'm going to go ahead and let him ask you one or two more questions. I'm going to dip out here, but I'm going to let him ask you one or two more questions. But thank you, mate. Well, Good no, luck. Go do it. And, and like I said, don't make me take my shirt off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mate. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Right. Take care, mate. Take me out, Chris. Uh, yes, I shall. Thanks very much, Don. We appreciate you for everything. All right. Peace. Right, I'll, I'll I'll give it to one because obviously it's fight week. I won't give you any more than what have you. Uh, what did it mean to you beating Tim Johnson this weekend? What what in your mindset? What does it bring, and what what gives you the future for Linton Fissell? I mean, it's, it's hard to explain because it's it's a different feeling when you've put so much into doing what you do, like training every day, move country and sacrifice so much um it's such a different it's such a weird feeling but it would oh, i get the only way i can say it is it just mean the world that's the only way you can really explain how good winning and obviously going one step closer to something you've been yearning for obviously yes. i want to be a world champion that's that's what i'm doing it for the money's great but i want to be a world champion of course um so yeah it's it's an amazing feeling just to know you've put all that time in and you're one step closer to getting it. You're like this, this close, you're this close. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the best way to explain, you know, the feeling It's like Christmas. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, as I say, as you're young, it gets older when you're, you know, you've got yeah, kids yourself. Yeah, that's what when you're older. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody yeah. yeah. I don't want to you hate it more. buy any more presents. <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, I'll let you go, but um, I'd love to get you back on the show afterwards, after you fought Tim Johnson, and we yeah. can have a, a proper deep dive, a bit longer, have a good conversation. But, yeah. you know, good good luck on Friday. I will be watching. Um, I'm just knocked the fucker out. That's what I'm going to do, mate. Thank you very much for Thank everything. You. Appreciate it. And take care. Take care, bro. See you later. All right, easy. See you later. Dom, um, just before you go, um, i got to yeah. thank you a lot for getting this interview in. Um, and I, I appreciate everything you've done for me. You uh, you helped me with this interview. Um, we spoke twice. You know, the amount of times we've known each other, we've had quite, you know, a good hours over conversation. But, you know, I, I appreciate you because I look up to you. Um, I listen to what you say to fighters. And it gives me such inspiration to carry on doing this. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I look at you as a young me, you know, we all got to start somewhere. And honestly, I wouldn't have got out of bed for anybody. You know, I'm right now I'm sick. I haven't been doing very well yeah. this last year, but, uh, you know, the thing of it is, it's like, I, I, I watched your show. I, I came across your show by chance with when Liam was on and what I saw was a show that was tremendous. Two gentlemen correlated very well together. It was a really, really good show. And so, you know, I, I just watched it. I usually don't watch very many shows because, you know, it, just like with fights, people think I watch fights all the time, but I don't, you know, because I've shot fights for 37 years of my life and I've done radio for 19 years of my life. So it's like if it's a teammate or if it's a buddy or someone like Linton, you know, I'm of course I'm going to tune in for their fight, but I'm not going to sit from four o'clock in the afternoon till midnight, you know, watching a UFC card. And you brought up a very good point in, 
and he topped it off. You know, the UFC is just a promotion. Everybody thinks that it's a pinnacle of the sport. It's not the freaking pinnacle of the sport. It's just another promotion with a little bit bigger wallet. I mean, you look at Michael Chandler. He came from Bellator, came into the UFC, starched his first few opponents. Yeah, Dan Wilker, yeah. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, you got, well, before he got uh, too old to fight, you had Rickles, you had Chandler, you had Syed Awad. I mean, I could just keep going on and on and on. You had fighters that have never had to fight in the UFC. You know, so it, it was surprising to me that, you know, Bellator is just now coming on BBC in the, in the UK because, I mean, honestly, man, I've been, I watch more Bellator than I do the UFC, to be quite honest with you. I prefer Bellator compared to the UFC. And a lot of people say, well, you, you shot for them. You were just offered a, you know, a lifetime achievement award and, and being inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. But that, Hall of Fames don't feed you. You know, mm-hmm. awards don't feed you, you know, and the thing of it is, it's like I've got other avenues and, and I'm working like this Saturday. I got a, a seminar with Joe Daddy Stevenson in Webb City, Missouri. And then that night, my own, you know, I'm partners in a promotion. We got a promotion uh, that's going to be uh, this Saturday night. So Saturday's going to be slammed for me. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm still sick. It's going to be I'm going to be worse for wears. But the thing of it is, is. I got I got Joe Daddy coming from California. He's going to do a three-hour seminar with the Air Force, which is tremendous. And then I got to hurry up and drive him back an hour to the venue so he can judge for me that night on the scorecards. So it's, but this is the business, you know. I got into this business 37 years ago. I was making six figures in in the late 80s, and my wife told me go live my dream. And I said, but you know, my dream doesn't pay. And I started shooting, doing photography, and then eventually I started doing radio shows and. I got very big on the syndicated circuit. I was number four demographically worldwide. You know, I I know I'll never really? catch Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan, nobody will ever catch Joe Rogan. No, but see, no, but here, here's the most important part that most people don't realize. You look at Joe Rogan, you look at Ariel Hawani, you look at the kid and I, they all have corporate sponsors. They all have corporate backing. They have a wallet this freaking big. I'm organic. And I, I became the fifth ranked show demographically in the world doing it just with whatever I could put into the show. You know, I did have a sponsor pay for my syndicated show for quite a while, but then the pandemic hit. So I had to cover all my costs because nobody was working. So it's like, I mean, the show continues to grow. It continues to do things, but I, I'm like you, I like branching out, you know, and you know, I I heard you talking with Linton about uh, possibly having to bring, you know, somebody else on the show. Um, depending on my health. I mean, I would like to do a show with you. We could do a cross-generated, you know, across the pond show and, and create different that. things. I'd, l- I'd love mean, to do that with you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. See, people, it's weird. Like with my show, I, I love your interviewing style because we're a lot along the same lines. Appreciate you know, but, well, a lot of people didn't, they don't, they don't understand real. It took me three years for the real aspect of a show because everybody always wants this you know, hidden agenda bull crap or, 
you know, throw, throw the, the fighter under the bus. And, and I love the way you did that on that lesson. You know, that, that's truly what it is. You see, a fighter looks at it differently. Mm-hmm. If you come at them and you say, well, you lost, well, that's kind of leaves them in a disgruntled aspect. But if you say you were taught a lesson, what did you learn from that lesson? Now you see how much of a difference in the response that you get from a fighter. And that's what's tremendous. And even though I did chew Liam uh, Linton out because I, I thought he was late too, but Hey, you know, we all, we all live and learn, but the thing of it is he came on, he gave he you did. more than he, he gave you more time than he said he was originally going to give you. Like, that's, I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's but the thing of it is I, the correlation between you two, you know, I just, I'm going to get some more fighters, you know, hooked up with you because I think your show is fantastic. And thank you very much. Honestly, Linton, Linton seemed like he was in heaven, bro. It, it, it must feel nice for, you know, because I was the only foreigner on today's show, really. I mean, if you think about it, I was the foreigner on today's show. And that's how Linton feels when he comes on shows here in the United States. Like, he's the foreigner coming against the American fighter. And, you know, he doesn't necessarily feel that he's going to get the fair shake on that. Mm-hmm. Well, you you both, you and I both know that I, I played a major role in Linton going up to heavyweight from light yeah. heavyweight. It, it was just, I, I mean, I've been in Liam McGeary's life for over a decade. I've been in Linton's just as, as much, probably the same, you know, and, and you, you get to, you get a relationship, you know, that's why I put Vassell Beauty and Care. My, my actual name is Don McGuire. And, uh, yes, but, yes. And, but uh, I sponsored his family. If you're over in the UK, uh, go to Vassell Beauty and Care and just mention my name and they'll give you 30% yes. off. And Milton Keynes. Yeah, and they'll give you 30% off. I mean, the only thing I didn't give Linton a bad time about is I always ask him, did he get a Manny and a Petty before his fight? Because he always does. And then, I, man, what's how I tease him because he gets his eyebrows squeezed too. And uh, I, there's no... My co-host there, Don. Hey, what's up, Stu? But, you know, I always give fighters crap, man. You know, you always got to make the show fun. You always got to add... I mean... Yeah, do I get some of the greater fighters now? But yeah, it, but it took me 19 years, you know, and I've only been doing video for maybe 11, 12 months, say, something like that. Um, yeah. The rest of it was all, if you go on Google, if you search the fighter's voice with Don McGuire, you'll find a syndicated version. And uh, you could you could probably listen to the rest of your life. I mean, there's probably close to 20,000 episodes on there. So, I mean, you... You know, there's even like my 500th episode was a was a six hour show. I had so, Pat Militich. Uh, I, I had everybody on. I, I had nothing but legends for six hours. You know, and but see, my show my show is a long formatted show like yours. You know, my mm-hmm. show, you know, is it ends when it ends. You know, and a lot of times, like I I get guests like Linton and other people that say, "Hey, man, I can give you 15 minutes. I can give you 20 minutes." But then next thing you know, an hour and a half later, you're still on the show. Yeah. And so I just let it end when it's going to end because, you know, it's like you can strike a good conversation and it just grows. And then the time they forget about the time. But see, I also like to do another thing. I, I like to show the side of a fighter that nobody gets to see, you yeah. know, I like, because they when I do my show, I want to I want people to see what they, they don't see on Wikipedia, what they don't see on, on television, what they can't find on social media. I want to give them a side that they don't know, like. You know, you know the story, but uh, it was like, you know, Todd Medina, Al Tiburon, he fought in UFC three, four, six, and eight, something like that. And he fought no hole barred before that. And he talked about he was giving his daughter a bath and 
he went to dry her off and she passed away in, in, in his arms. You know, when you think about stories like that, fighters forget that they're in an interview. And so my show is basically a phone call with thousands of people listening in on, on our phone call. And that's the best way to do it because a fighter will forget that they're on an interview. You've done so much though for the sport, you know, not, not just being a photographer, you've yeah. met all walks of life. You've given, you know, me, myself, an opportunity, you know, to, to speak to fighters that, you know, I, I, I message and I don't, I don't get no replies from you give me that opportunity uh, you know, I, that means the world to me and Stuart as well. It means the world to us that, you know, there's people out there that aren't selfish and are willing to give back to people who are smaller shows who, you know, that just want to have their opinions with fighters and, and, and have that conversation with them. And, you know, and it's not just about just watching you fight, but I want to get to know you. I want to, I want to know you as a person. It's not just about knocking a guy out or submitting a guy out. Yeah. I want to know who you are. You know, that, 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 that's, that's what impresses me about people. Well, the reason I, I'm the way I am, um, a lot of people think there's like a hidden agenda. There's no hidden agenda behind what I do. I'm just one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. I don't, I, I treat everybody how I want to be treated. You know, do I give guests to every show? No. Um, do I like a lot of shows? No, there's very few shows that I like, but the shows people like you and, and your, and your mutual host, you know, you guys, your cousins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate your show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bend over backwards to help because you're the future. See, people don't realize that I'm I'm almost 60 years old, bro. I mean, I've been in the sport more than half my life, and so it's like I'm not gonna be around that much longer. So I see, P, I, what I see in you is a young me, and so what I want to do is be able to give you the ability to do what I do, get the guests that I do, be able to have the shows that I do, and you're the future. You, you and your mutual host, or you're the future. And, and, you know, that's why it's like I shared this, you know, this interview on a bunch of pages. I've shared other interviews. I, I think you guys got a great format. You know, it's, it's sad that your, your mutual host is going to be leaving in July. I wish he would change his mind. But, you know, the thing of it is, is what you guys are doing needs to be done in the U.K. There's not very many shows that I've seen from the U.K. that have the quality. And, you know, and. If you just, like I said, you know, the, I would rather have quality over quantity anyway, you know, and, and that's what makes a show. And, and yeah, I do have Matt Hughes. I do have Kenny Johnson. I have everybody, you know, on my show, but I don't look at them as the sport does. I, they're just my, they're just my brothers. You know, these are guys that I grew up with. These are guys that I grew up in the sport with. And I'm very fortunate because I get opportunities like that. But since I was given the opportunity, why shouldn't I give people that, are working as hard as you and your mutual host, why shouldn't I give you an opportunity? See, that's, that's the thing. We talked about the UFC Hall of Fame, me turning it down. Uh, Hall of Fame hasn't paid squat, hasn't put any money in my pocket. I'm already a two-time Hall of Fame inductee. It doesn't mean nothing to me. What means something to me is being able to give a guest one of the greatest interviews they ever had. Like I told you, I don't care if I get a like, a share, as long as I know that my guest walks away getting the best interview possible. That, that's really all that matters. I, 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 and you bang on there, though. That, 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 that's the sort of legacy that I, I, I myself want to sort of give doing 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 something like this. And then, um, Stuart, who was my co-host, it was the guy that 
push me to do this because usually I'm the guy that I watch it. And then, you know, people send me messages going, Chris, what did you think? What did you think? And I'd be like, you know, such as such, such. And I not, not really getting my voice out there because I don't know. I, I wasn't that I was scared or I was, or, or I was worried about what people would say because I don't give a shit what people say. Um, I was brought up with my mum as a scouser and she always taught me is you, you say it how it is um, th- and don't worry about what anyone else says about you. You just keep going the way you are. And, and I have always done that, you know, minus a few mental health situations here and there. But, you know, everyone has that situation. And, you know, sure. I, I, I do what's best for my children. And that's what galvanizes me more so, Don, is that, you know, I'm doing this because I love it. And yes, OK, I'm not going to lie. I'd love to do this full time. I'd love to stop having to put clothes and ornaments out on the shelf and, and, and do this properly and, 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 and you know, feel like you know this is this is not just a job this is this is fun this is this is exciting so every time you've got someone like yourself or linton or liam or you know whoever comes on that it's exciting and i I, i'm happy to be here and i'm happy to do it do you know what i mean and you know that time will come and what will be what will be but you know i gotta say to stuart my co-host it was him that put me on this path because otherwise i'd just be another guy on Twitter, that now and again would comment on someone's status going, yeah, that was a good fight, really enjoyed it, this, such, this guy did this better and what have you. Because if it, if it wasn't for Stuart, I wouldn't be sitting in front of you and we wouldn't be talking. Yeah, you know, I, I know that feeling, bro. I, I've been there a couple times. Like I told you, I, w- I was with ABC, NBC, CBS and Fox. I did a show with Chris Matthews from Hardball. And I got tired of being handed a three by five card and not knowing who was coming on the show and having to ask scripted questions. So I walked away from radio for a year and a half and it took one of my sponsors to hit me up and say, Hey man, we, we really miss you on radio. And I said, nah, I I'm not doing it no more. And he said, man, you're the only one that can tell the, the, the fighter stories. Right. And I said, man, you got me, bro. I said, all right, let's do it. And I've been doing it again. You know, I came back after a year and a half hiatus and I've been doing it ever since. And, you know, the hard part about it was because now technology has made it to where we could be like this. But most people don't realize on the syndicated side, especially when you run your own network, because I was on iHeartRadio, Univision, CastBox, and several FM transmitters. And then I was at a dual syndication in the Philippines, plus five RSS feeds worldwide. And I have to encrypt, embed, and blog, create the link. I had to do everything. So for a two-hour show, it would take me 25 hours of worth of work. And, you know, here I'm doing three, four shows a week. So you figure I'm putting 100 hours, 75 to 100 hours worth of work in to do four shows, you know, three, four shows. And it was like, there's got to be a quicker way. Mm. And so finally, I, I got it down. I mean, after years and years of doing it, I finally got it down to where I could create a show within like 40 minutes and but then you still got to put it out on social media yeah you know so it's like and then so now it's like now i got you know same with editing you know i've got everything down to a neck because i've done it for so long but i feel sorry for these guys that have to do all their own stuff that you know don't have corporate backing like me you know that have to do all their own work because it's not easy and you really got to love what you do because if you if you don't love what you do then you're going to quit. I mean, you really are. I mean, thank God technology keeps advancing, 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 because it's like 
yeah, I love the syndicated side, but this way I get to see the emotion. You get to mm. see the raw factors of the interview. And that's what encapsulates people. You know, the, the thing of it is, it's like me and you, we talked about this when I had Matt Hughes on the first time right after his accident. I, it was all done through text. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't talked to him physically and he showed up in the virtual studio and his voice, I heard his voice for the first time. And I was like, what am I going to do? And so I said, you know what, just interview him like you would any other fighter. And people still attack me. So one thing you got to understand, no matter how great your show is, no matter how much success you have, there's always going to be those people that hate on you. And, you know, people will say, well, let your haters be your motivators. Well, after about 20, 25 years, it gets to be a little bit old. It gets to be bullshit, really. Yeah. And then when, then when you get to, you know, being in the sport for 37 years, then you're just like, I really don't give two fucks because I really don't. You know, it's like people can, they're going to hate me no matter what, you know, no matter what I do, you know, they don't know how many people I've taught to shoot in the sport. They don't know how many shows that I've helped created and mentored, uh, you know, because I don't tell people, you know, my business, I really, you know, I didn't even let my illness out really till this last year. And the only reason I did was because I, I had to, because you can't just be at the level that I'm at in the sport and then just walk away for a year and expect to come back and be at the same spot. I continued to do shows even back in July at the end of, well, end of June, beginning of July, when they re did a revision on my amputation, I still sat right here four days after my surgery and did a show. You know, I, I could either lay in bed and feel sorry for myself or I could sit up in the chair and be interested and give, you know, share a fighter and, and have fun. So I've always worked through all my illnesses. When I had my back fused, I shot a fight three days later. You know, when I've had I've had other multiple surgeries and I just went right back to shooting. This sport is who I am. Without this sport, I won't be here. I, I just I won't. It, you know, I'll be gone. You know, it's it's like. I told you before, my wife said, I'm, you know, go live your dream. And, you know, I never thought she was serious because, like I said, I was making six figures in the late 80s. And I said, but, you know, my dream doesn't pay. Hmm. But here I am 37 years later. I, I want to thank the sport. I own my own house. I own my own cars. I, I, I don't have a need or a want. I give back 80 to 85 percent of what I make to the sport because I want to see the future, you know, succeed. Uh, I, 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 you know, indulge myself with friends like you, mates like you to help, you know, ensure that you're there for the future. And, you know, that's what life, like we were on when we were, when Linton was on, we all need to eat at the same table. We all need to come together Yeah. and, you know, because hate isn't doing anything for us. Hate is dividing us. You know, this last year I've gotten some of the most love I've ever gotten out of the UK. And I got to tell you what, and I, and, I don't care if I piss an American off or not. I mean, this is how I really am. I'm straightforward. You ask anybody that knows me, but I get more love from the UK than I do the United States, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just, we talked about this and it's like American fighters, a lot of them, not, not every one of them, but a lot of them, they have egos. And, you know, then it, look at Colby Covington. I threw him off my show, but there's others that I've thrown off my show, but then, you get like Linton, Liam, you get others, you know, from, from over the pond. And they're the most cordial, nice people in the world. And it's like, why can't that sport, the sport be the way in the United States? You know, it just, every foreigner that I've had on my show treated me eloquently. The other night I had uh, the world unified uh, Muay Thai world champion, Rami Zayden Ibrahim. Yeah. The first American ever to win the unified title. 
you know, first Palestinian, first American, first first one in the in the country to ever win that title. And he retired because his mother wanted him to. And he's Palestinian. So I got I got crap for that. So, I mean, you just got to do you, bro. You got to do you and you got to create what you feel is the best path for you. And just let all the other go, go in one ear and out the other. Because what I saw when I was watching you with Linton, man, it was gold, mate. It was gold. Thank you. Thank you. I was I was nervous, Don. You know what I mean? I, I, because you see, because I've done this show, this show with Stuart, my, my co-host and my cousin. Uh, you know, I've done yeah. this from day dot with Stuart. So I, I've only done maybe one episode without him, and it didn't go very well yeah. because me and Stuart have that sort of flow and the chemistry. You know, yeah. like how we got now. Uh, it's hard to find that with people that you can you can have the banter but be serious all in one go. Some people don't get what you say. Some people, don't, you know, they can't maybe not find you funny, yeah. or you you don't, you know. I, I actually think sometimes I wish you would disagree with me with certain fights, but you know, I think Stuart looks at me like you know, not the guru, but you know, when it comes to MMA, he goes off what I think. But I'd like to have someone go like you know, if I I, I go say you know, Shemayev beasted Burns on the weekend. I'd like someone to go, no, we didn't, mate, and then yeah. go, this is the reason why. Um, you know, but that you know that that's what it is. Shoot, if I that shoot with boxing, then shoot would be shoot me down, like you know, because he he knows his boxing. I, I'm still learning my my, my 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 boxing sort of path. Like MMA, yeah. MMA is my life. MMA is something that you know I transitioned to from watching wrestling because everyone did, you know, and then yeah. everyone that says to you that they didn't, they're a liar. That you know they'd watch WWF, WWE, and then they fell into UFC. I, that's how it happened to me. I fell into UFC through Tito and um, Liddell, the very first fight they had. And it was on a, a channel called Bravo and it was pre-recorded, yeah. but it was weeks and weeks after the fight happened. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I've not seen this before. You know what I mean? Because UFC was trampled down by a lot of places and states. Yeah. So, you know, for it to get international would be very hard. So when it came over here, and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, why have I not seen this before? Why am I watching Stone Cold Steve Austin and the Rock fight when I can see these guys pummel each other out? But not just the fight itself, the storyline between Tito and Chuck was very wrestling orientated. You know, it pulled you in. And that's what pulled me in. And I never looked back. I, okay, I maybe said goodbye to wrestling, but I, I, I grew up with watching... UFC and and then everything else came into play where I got Strike Force, uh, you know, uh, World Series of Fighting. Yes, okay, it's hard to find those in the UK, but you just have to look. But I fell in love with it, and it's a sport that I I, I sit back and I love I love as much as my my, my football club, and I, my football club's my first love, Don. Um, I, you know, but I love UFC and and I love MMA. Bellator, One FC, PFL, yeah. I love them all, but I also love Cage Warriors. You see MMA, everything that you see bricks now coming through, and I couldn't be any more prouder than seeing UFC London and seeing all these kids come through. I'm blowing everyone out of the water because everyone seems to think UK fighters are just bangers, but they're not anymore. And as I said to Linton, we are not those guys anymore. Yeah. They're so well-rounded. <laughs> And everything, I just feel so appreciative of, of, 
having yourself as a guy that can mentor me and help me understand how to interview people as well as shoot because shoot does it himself but yeah. galvanize me to be not nervous because i wasn't really nervous when linton showed up because i spoke to you for a good hour before it but yeah. i i i spoke to him like i've i've, I've known him for years like with lee mcgeary when me and shoot have had lee mcgeary on i just spoke to him like this is a guy that I, i've known for years who lived down the street that i went all right mate how you doing you know and, and then you have this conversation um, you know, it, 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 I'm so happy that I've had this push by Stuart, yourself, and everybody else that have really given me the the, the, the positivity and, and the confidence to do this. Because normally I wouldn't sit in front of a camera and having all these people watching me, you know, and judging me. I, I would never normally do it because I wouldn't. I just wouldn't put myself in front of that. Where you know, 12 months on, I couldn't give a shit what people say about me. I can't care. I couldn't give a shit if someone said to me, what you said was wrong, what you picked was mm -hmm. wrong. I don't give a shit. My opinions are my opinions. <laughs> At the end of the day, my opinions are what matters to me. If someone says to my says to me, you've got that fight wrong, my answer would be, well, what did I say? What was wrong? What can you tell me was different? In, in, in a polite way, give me a debate. Give me something that you think is, is different. Yeah. And then we can have a conversation. Yeah, well, I've been on that route, and that's a good route to go. I mean, but I've done radio so long, I always tell people, if you don't like my show, don't fucking watch it. I'm not asking you to watch it. You fucking chose to watch it. Yes. But see, I, I've been around since the dawn of time, so it's like I, I have that, that capability of doing that. And, and I mean, and I've even, I mean, like Mayhem Miller, I, I put him on in a spot on my show. Did he like it? No, but he stayed. I mean, and the thing of it is, I'm not going to put up with no – wanker on my show i'm just not gonna do that you're not gonna come on my show and lie you're not gonna come on my show and and tear down somebody and i think that's really what had a lot of people look at me differently because you know of me throwing fighters off the show i i really don't care you're you're no different than me you know you just you have a different job and so you're going to respect me the same i'll respect you because you're a fighter but respect me because of what i do but just because we're on a show doesn't make you better than me. And, you know, the egos, I threw the egos out the window a long time ago because it's like, I, I don't give a crap. I'll just, I'll just hang, throw you off the show. I don't, I don't care. You know, I, I mean, it's not like I'm hurting for guests. I got a guest list, probably a thousand guests in that want to come on the show. It's just that I've been, you know, to your listeners and people who are watching because I shared this on my pages too, but you know, I'm sick. I've been sick, you know, for quite a while. And the thing of it is, it's like, uh, am I on point? But no. But, you know, it's like we just talked about Rami. I did that show. I shouldn't have did that show. But I re-interviewed Virgil Hill from boxing, Quicksilver. And the reason I, I did that show the week before was because most people don't know a year prior, I was sitting right here in the same spot. And I had a heart attack and didn't even didn't even know it. And I, was and I was interviewing Virgil Hill while I was having a heart attack. And so, you know, uh, I went to sleep. They put me to sleep for two and a half weeks after that. And uh, it, it's crazy. So make a long story short, it, things started coming back up in my, uh, my memories. So I, I hit Virgil Hill up and I said, hey, bro, I, I need to give you a better show. And he's like, what? what are you talking about, Don? You always give me a great show. I said, nah, man. I said, I had a heart attack the last time you were on my show. I just didn't tell you. That's fucking and, crazy. Uh, and so uh, 
he said, well, let's run it back Sunday. So we ran it back Sunday and we had a tremendous, you know, a tremendous interview, but it's going to take me a week or two to get back on point. I mean, my voice is trashed right now. I'm not feeling the greatest in the world, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, Linton got on today and yeah, I did chew his behind out, but yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I told you it would all work out great, man. It, no, you know, I know it did of course it did. Of course it did. But you did a hell of an interview with him, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, but he didn't want me to take my shirt off because I'd have took my shirt off. He'd have looked like a wimp, bro. That means I'd have to take mine off, then, but then we'd have to go oh, for a full, yeah. full circle. No, you know we're, what I mean? we're good. We're good. I mean, I don't... <laughs> well, I'm glad you got your opportunity, bro. You no, know, I'm glad that you, you've opened the door for me. You know what I mean? You're the guy. No, no. You, you opened the door. You opened the door by encapsulating my thoughts watching your show and i reached out to you and your and your cousin and we had conversations and i offered you guys a guest and i mean let's be real about it the truth of it is is you earned the right to have linton on your show today i didn't do anything for you all i did was just call a brother up and say hey there's this great show in the uk i i would love for you to be on it and he said let's do it I mean, so really, I, I there, I did nothing but make a phone call. You did the interview, bro. And you know what the funny thing is? I didn't write any notes. I watched a lot of stuff today in between watching football, soccer for you. I told you. But I didn't write any notes. I went off my knowledge. And, and your heart. Yeah, and and listening to, obviously, your prior podcast. And obviously, yeah, I, I did listen to a lot of different things. So people have spoke to him recently to the build-up of his fight. But I didn't want to be generic. I didn't want to ask generic questions. Yes, okay, asking him about Tim Johnson fight is going to be generic because it is what it is, because it's next week. You know what I mean? I wish I had a bit longer with him where I could ask him about his family life and, you know, yeah. move the process of moving from Milton Keynes to South Florida. But, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we've got a good rapport there where I can ask him to come back on again and me and Stuart can sort of surgically open up those sort of conversations with him in the, you know after he's had a fight with Tim Dobson. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, yeah, you could, you could have him back on next week. He, he would come back on in a heartbeat. He thoroughly enjoyed your show. You know, that I could tell. You know, I, I've seen Linton on many, many other shows, and you had him smiling. You had him in a good mood. A lot of times, you know, it's like he just wants to hurry up and dip out. Like I told you, I don't let a fighter dip. That's why I said, you know, let us ask yeah, you two or three more questions. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I already told you from the beginning it was going to be longer than 20 minutes, you know, and it's like, by the time it was said and done, I think it was a 40-minute show. So, I mean, you, you don't ever listen to what fighters tell you. They'll tell you, oh, I'll give you 15 minutes. Hell, I've had fighters That's say, my I fault. That's my fault, though. You said to me on the phone when I said you would know you should have done that. But I'm like, I, I, I feel like it's naivety for myself. But at the same time, I'm very appreciative of these guys coming on the show because me and Stuart try so hard to get, you know, we don't want to just break down fights. We want to speak to people. So I feel like yeah. it, it, my naivety there was like, yeah, I don't care. Ten minutes is fine because I'm thankful that you're coming on. Well, see, the thing of it is, you watch my show. I don't even. I, I my shows have a touch of 
of fights. I mean, I, I very, very little bit about fighting, more about the person, because I want people to know the man or the woman behind the fighter. You know, I want them to know the individual. You know, anybody can go and, and research. But I told you, man, if you don't write down a note, you're going to have a better show. And what did you do? You killed it. You knocked it out of the park. Thank you. And I really appreciate it. And Stuart said the same in the comments as well. And he, he's been saying to me all day, you know, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Because he's always said to me, you need to do a one-to-one. You need to do a one-to-one without me, without me. Because, you know, he does it himself with his wrestling podcast, Stuart's wrestling podcast, by any chance, if anyone wants to watch it or listen. Um, mm. But he does that regularly, where this is the first time I've done it without him. So I've taken my safety, I got rid of my safety blanket, which Stuart is my safety blanket. It's because I rely yeah. on him to be there next to me, where I, I did that today without him, which is, a, I feel like in myself, it's, it's a huge stride going forward for me. Oh, you hit a home run today, bro. I mean, the see a lot of people don't understand. I mean, they'll take it for what it's worth. But you, if you could have your guest happy, laughing, smiling, telling stories, I mean, that that's what it's all about. The the whole purpose of an interview is to get to know the person behind the fighter. And you, you know, you didn't, you only had a short time to do that today. But your next show with him, now there's already that that bond. I mean, so you'll open up right off the get. Yeah, I had to jump out and uh, show him how to get onto the show. But uh, he's a fighter. I mean, you go on. It's like... He's not expected to know these things. I did screenshot him just as you sent me a message. And he, he popped up at the bottom, and I sent him a message going, it's, it's the address bar. But I don't know what phone he's working off. If he's working off an Android, I don't know, because I don't, I, I don't have an Android, and I have an iPhone. So yeah. I'd have to screenshot well, That's, that's half the problem. iPhones, man, that's half the problem. I... No, really, I don't have an iPhone because, uh, you know, being a photographer, leaning over aprons or, you know, having a stool or whatever, I I probably would go through about 30 phones a year if I, you know, bought an iPhone. I, I couldn't afford to have a phone. So what I did was back in the early days when cell phones came out, I bought the cheapest cell phones possible by the case because I would probably break them two or three a week. And... uh now it's at the point that I, I just take my phone out and put it in my bag because I, I can't afford, you know, eight to eight hundred to a thousand dollars a pop every time. No. And so but I got used to Androids. So it's like it's easier for me to operate on an Android. A lot of the operating systems now are all Chrome based. So, mm-hmm. you know, and Safari and Firefox and all that are going to be outdated shortly. So it, it's it's kind of hit or miss. But. I got to say, bro, I'm, I'm proud of you, mate. The way you did t- today's show, it seemed like you knew Linton your whole time. It, it really did. It seemed like you'd known him since he walked into the sport. And really, I mean, a lot of people make shows much harder than what they really are. You know, and, you know, Stuart was right. I mean, today probably was your best show. And, and now you – see, I used to like having a mutual host all the time too. Mm-hmm. And then – like I told you, I went to the one-on-one aspects and now everybody wants the one-on-ones and I, and I, I don't like doing the one-on-ones all the time because, you know, I want to be able to sit back and enjoy the interview too, instead of constantly being in it. But at the same time, that's what I'm known for is my one-on-ones. And I, I seen that quality in you today. I mean, is, is it going to be something that you're going to be able to learn and address in the next two, three months, that's only up to you. You're only going to be as good as you want to be. I mean, but you took my advice. You didn't write down a, a, a question. You didn't write down a note. See, wh- the way I go into a show is 
all day long, I'll think of one solid, solid, solid question. And then I ask them that question at the beginning of the show. And then whatever they give me is where the show goes. That's, that's, that's called the feeder question. And that's what makes my show. And a lot of times fighters forget that when you're in a one-on-one, they forget that they're on an interview. Mm-hmm. And so the next thing you know, they're just, they're telling you everything. I mean, they're smelling their guts. They're telling you everything. And that's, I think that's why a lot of people like the humility of my guests on my show because they are real and they do, they do care about the sport, but they care more about their fans and what people think of them. And they, it's like you, you put everything together, family, adversity, overcoming, and it, you're going to be a success every time. I mean, because if you touch on them three points that we talked about before when we talked on the telephone, you're going to have a great show every time. I mean, that's just – the only problem is, is like with this type of stuff, you're going to have technical issues. I yeah, mean, we're, yeah, over, yeah, we're over the ocean from each other and we're still having, but I'm also sitting right next to my Wi-Fi too. But the thing of it is, is my worst shows like that, where I had technical difficulties, they piss me off because I'm a harsh critic. But then my, my listeners will say that was, that's the best show ever. And I'm like, that was crap. Yeah. And they're, and they're loving it. And it's like, man, what, I don't know. You know, the thing of it is, is I think the United Kingdom, I think all you guys over there, I think you guys need opportunities to share and shine and show the sport that you guys are just as equal as us. And, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to, to get whoever I can on your show. Like I told you, I'm going to try to get like you. Oh, we'll get you. We'll get Joe Daddy Stevenson on. Like I said, he's with me this weekend. I mean, I talk to him all the time, but I mean, there isn't a fighter in the world that I really don't know. I mean, when you've been in this industry as long as I have, I mean, it's kind of a gimme. I, I would suck if I didn't know as many people as I did, bro. I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to get him on, honestly. Uh, we, when we yeah. spoke behind the camera before Linton came on, and you know, like I said to you, I, I love Kingdom, and I'd love to know his insights to that, you know, because you know, I'm never going to get Frank Grillo on here. I'm never going to get, you know, the Jonah brother on here. I'm never going to get, you know, I'll never get these guys on here. But I can get Joe Daddy on and not just talk about his fights because, you know, we, yeah. we know enough about Joe Daddy's fights. But I'd love to know about the insights of being in that surroundings. And I'd love to yeah. know things about that because I love the show. And I, and I said this before off camera, I, I love the show. And it's a show that I feel like brought a lot of elements to MMA's sort of life that people don't really see. And, you know, unfortunately it was cancelled and it didn't get given more the opportunity but I'd love to speak to him about that. So, yeah, if, if you could get Joe Daddy on, I, I, I'd love to sort of shoot the shit with him with that. Yeah, no problem. I'll be with him Saturday. I'm flying him in uh, Friday, but uh, Friday night or Thursday night, I forget where they were flying him in. But, ah, man, it's, you know, the thing of it is, is he's probably one of the nicest individuals you'll ever meet. I mean, uh, I think he's probably the nicest guy in the sport that I've ever met. I mean, he's just truly the most humble man I've ever met. And I mean, I don't have a problem getting him on, man. I, I believe in you. So I'll do whatever I have and use whatever resources I have to help move you forward. I mean, hell, if you want Steve O from Jackass on your show, I could do that too. Sports Social Podcast Network.